Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Good morning, everybody. It's Gina and Randy here on the Toad Hop Network. Universal City, Universal Studios, City Walk. Yeah. I am so backwards today from this crazy Batman news. But, of course, we're here at the John Lovitz Theater every Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific. And uh, Elijah's doing some uh, extraordinary uh, producing back there. Yeah, of course, you can watch the show live right now at GinaAndRandy.com. Yes. We both woke up to expect today to be a fun-filled, go-movie-filled, fun fun summer day and wake up to one of the most effed-up stories I have ever seen in my entire life. What is up with Colorado? I mean, I've been there, and it's lovely, and the people are nice, and it's a mile high, Denver. 5,280 feet in the air. Do you think it's the elevation? I said just because you can't bake a cake in that elevation doesn't mean you're not supposed to be sane. I don't know. In case you don't know what we're talking about, uh, big massive shooting at the midnight screening of Batman last night in Aurora, Colorado. 12 people confirmed dead, 50 people hurt. Insane. This dude... Walks in in black and like a flak jacket, throws a canister of tear gas on the ground. The whole place goes up in smoke and he just starts picking people off. He literally is walking up the stairs, just randomly shooting random people. Uh, People that were sitting in the movie theater, this happened 10 minutes into the thing. They first saw the uh, canister go off. They thought it was 4D effects. Yeah, like no, uh, no. the Riddler or the Joker. Was not 4D the effects. They or started the... to uh, hear gunshots a little yeah. too loudly and then realized that they were not stopping. And then they had to run as fast as they could out of the theater. This guy was wearing a gas mask, had a rifle on him, had a yeah. gun on him, threw in the tear gas. There's tons of people being treated for tear gas exposure. Yeah. And then just started firing like a madman. But this dude... Gave up? No problem. Took it. Took into custody. Nobody cared. I mean, he didn't care. Yeah, walked outside. He, he no, he wasn't trying to suicide by cop. Nothing. No He's incident like, with right. the cops. Uh, yeah, cuffed him. Told told the cops he had explosives at home. Oh, that was mighty nice of him. Yeah. So the cops have been checking that at all time, and they did, in fact, say they found explosives at his home. This is twenty four year old James Holmes. They usually give a middle name. 
There's no middle name with that's, this guy. That's strange. James Holmes. I guess that's just for serial killers. Yeah. They always give a middle name so you don't confuse him with your uh, brother-in-law or your boyfriend or something. But um, can you yeah, imagine is, going no. to a midnight movie and you come out with this happening? Well, and that's the thing. You're planning on going to the movie today. I'm planning on going to the I was planning on going <laughs> to the movie with Elijah at 10 o'clock right after the show. Are you not going to go? No, I think we're still going to go. I think you should go. I mean, I think if I don't go, I'm going to sit around thinking about this story all day. The terrorists win. And hopefully I don't think about this the whole time during the movie because, you know, a lot of stuff that happened in that theater is what happens in the movie. Oh, God. Yeah, I have tickets to go tonight, and I'm just like, I mean, for every time this happens in a movie theater, there's... 500 million times it doesn't happen in a movie theater. But, yeah, but now we're all uh, wondering. You're going to be sitting there looking behind you, wondering if you're going to be next. This actually, it does scare me from going to the movies. Yeah. And I don't I don't think this could happen again, but obviously we never thought it could happen, and now it makes you think twice. Yeah. Because for 500,000 normal people out there that just want to have a fun Friday night, it takes one wacko to literally ruin it. Ruin the movie for everybody. Ruin the movie for the whole world. You know that because of this tragedy, uh, Warner Brothers canceled all their interviews today with The Dark Knight Rises. They canceled the big premiere in France. Yep. They are, you know, they want to back away as much as they can for this because this is effed up. This is crazy. I actually, uh, I, I'm supposed to go to the Arc Light, uh, one of the screenings later today. And the worst thing that's ever happened to me at that theater was 10 minutes before Inception was over, <laughs> the air condition went off, and then all the power went out. So I had to sit through that piece of shit twice to figure out how it ended. Um, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me, and, and knock on wood, that's the worst movie-going experience I'll ever have. This is so crazy. This is not far from Columbine, by the way. No. So I don't know what's going on. And and I don't think you can say, you know, because there's all these tweets this morning like, yeah, fuck the NRA. and blah, blah. But like, well, on the one hand, there's plenty of countries in the Middle East who, you know, uh, it's your birthday. So everybody goes out in the street and starts, you know, rattling off machine guns. <laughs> on the other hand, as George Norrie said on Coast to Coast last week, in all of Switzerland, every man from 18 to 40 or 18 to 45 has a machine gun in his house. And there's no problems because you know that no matter who you're going to rob, they have a machine gun. Yeah, they're packing. So, so I don't know if I don't know if it's a, a hard and fast rule about gun control, but my god, and, and not like people are going to be like, "Well, I'm going to go to the movies tonight. Better bring my uh, my Glock." Yeah, we're going to start needing metal detectors. I mean, allegedly, this guy hid a gun in the theater. Oh. He had one in his car as well. This guy was pre- ready to go. He had planned this out. Very, very premeditated. Especially, I mean. The way he's dressed, the way he's dressed is, I assume, to resemble the character, the main villain in the movie. He wore mm. a gas mask. Mm. So this is really, really, really messed up on a whole bunch of levels. Yeah, and that's. But I don't, I don't equate this at all to you know, like it's, it's a gun problem, it's a gun control problem, it's a psychopath problem. Yeah, we need to control the psychopaths, not control the guns. Yeah. You know, if we had now, now maybe we need armed security inside the movie theaters. Oh, that like, way, when you see the guy coming, you can get him. It's like when we went to Dave and Buster's one time, and there was we people were getting frisked going into an adult arcade, and I thought, well, time for me to check out. 
I'm not interested in living in this society anymore. Yeah. When I want to go play some skee-ball, but I have to get a body cavity search first. There's something uh, really not fun about uh, going for the tickets, going for the little Plinko machine. And, uh, oh, there's a metal detector over there. Something's getting swiped. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm a little freaked out. And because I love canceling plans anyway, and I hate doing things that I am supposed to do, this just gives me an even further excuse to not show up. But I did already buy the tickets. See, that's the problem with our club. You already yeah. bought your ticket. Not you- only did I buy the tickets, but I bought two tickets because uh, our good buddy Tim Jones, which I'm sure I'll hear about if he's watching, uh, told me he wanted to go. Oh, how so, sweet. Yeah, so I bought tickets, you know, one for him, one for me. I thought that was really nice. Uh, check in with him yesterday going, hey, we still on for the movie? Oh, I no, I thought we weren't doing that. I have other plans. I'm like... Huh? Wait, 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 wait. What? Oh, but this is the best. I, I actually should read you our text back and forth. He asks you to take him to the movie. You buy well, tickets. Yeah. You get it all ready to go. And yeah. he says, we're doing that. But here's why. And I don't know if he's just being Tim. I don't know if you're just being a little retarded or if you're messing with me. I still can't decide. Because he goes, I thought you said... You didn't get tickets. And I was like, oh, God. Uh, last week, uh, he, uh, you know, we'd already planned to get the tickets. I told him I had a ticket for him. And uh, he randomly sends me an email. Hey, can you send me a link to the ticket thing? Um, because I want to get a ticket. And I was busy. We're in the middle of KFI you know, week. We were crazy. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time for this. And I wrote, no. Not only can you not have the link, but I didn't get you a ticket. Winky with face to which i get responded to i love you <laughs> so i figure okay we're all on the same page yeah yeah no not only did i not i'm not going to provide you with the link but i didn't get you a ticket to which i get responded to i love, love you. you so that I, means yes i requoted that for him and he decided in retrospect that he was he took me 100% seriously and then was basically saying, I love you anyway, even though you fell short of your goal to get a ticket for me. Oh, and no. And I said, you know what? No worries. <laughs> Never mind. At least you don't have to go. No, I have to go. I, Kristen's going. Oh. Which is awesome because uh, my, my good buddy Kristen, who, God, my girlfriends, Kristen and Becky, man, they... You leave it on the field when you hang out with them. And I have just been recovering all week. I am too old to pull all-nighters with these girls anymore. So I have been trying to recover all week, been totally messed up mentally and physically. And I texted Kristen, knowing there was no way she was going to accept this offer. (laughs) She couldn't care less about Batman. She couldn't care less about this movie. She doesn't know any of the people going. I thought, it's a shot in the dark. Oh. Yeah, probably not a good term to use today i didn't mean to do that she really did it's a one in a million chance that she'll want to go and um and i said look it's going to be we're both going to be bored and confused it's a big theater you're not going to know anybody but me i hear it's kind of long but i will buy you a root beer are you interested (laughs) she said hell yeah what time you want me to pick you up (laughs) <laughs> so these are girls that I can really take, you know, really walk into traffic for. Oh, that would be a I fun just need experience. to stop talking. To Batman with Kristen. Yeah, I'm interested because I saw Bat, I saw uh, Magic Mike with Kristen, and it was color commentary the entire time. Now, so 
Just whether, so jealous. <laughs> whether you're in a romantic comedy with a friend or you're in whatever, and someone leans over and goes, oh, that happened to me. Um, it's a totally <laughs> different experience when you're watching some uh, some white trash strippers in South Florida <laughs> wag their uh, pickle at you for an hour and a half, and Kristen's like, that exact same thing happened to me at a bachelorette party, <laughs> and he wasn't even working. So the entire movie. So this this will we'll probably get kicked out for talking, but I am excited about sitting next to her. So that'll be interesting. So thanks, Tim, I guess. Yeah. Enjoy your uh, night alone, Tim. Enjoy your plans. I'm sure they're going to be great. Sorry I've, for the misunderstanding. What a bad week for Tim. He doesn't get to go to the movie. No. And he finds out that I went to a Dodger game. Well. In the dugout club. Yeah. It's not his week. It's not going to be fun for Tim. No. Shut the fuck up, you, Tim. Oh. We love you, Tim. We love you. See? Big it, fan of yours. Does he, is he going to understand that we love By, you? <laughs> no, you have to be very direct. By the way, for those of you who don't listen to our daily uh, show, which I feel like it would be really strange to watch this one, but that's great that you're here and welcome and we love you. Yeah, hi. Tune in Monday through Thursday. Pretty good podcast at prettygoodpodcast.com. You'll get to know this crazy cast of characters very quickly. Yeah, Gina's there's, got there's quite the stable. eclectic group of friends. Everybody. We've got Tim, Kristen, Becky, uh, Lindsay, Juliet. Ashley. Ashley, the whole crew. My, my, uh, Randy's parents. Oh, yeah. Oh, my they're, father. They're all in the crew. Yeah, they're all in the cast of characters. That's yeah, we got a whole that, that the whole guest section at prettygoodpodcast.com <laughs> detailing who all these crazy people in our lives yes. are. Yes. And we love every single one we of really them. We really do. Gina, I've got some I've got some uplifting news for people this morning. I could use some because we really could use some good news today. Well, if you have Directv, the last two weeks have been pretty messed up for you mm. because as of the 11th of July, Viacom, which owns MTV and Nickelodeon and Comedy Central and the Spike whole, and everything BET, you want to watch, every channel on cable that actually has like a lot of content on it, yeah, they pulled them all on July 11th in a really uh, chicken move. Who's going to uh, fold first with DirecTV or Viacom because Viacom wanted to make a little more money? I don't get it. So it's basically a, a chicken battle. Yeah. We it, want more money. Well, we don't want to give it to you. Well, we're pulling our content. Fine, do it. And then they took everything. And guess what? What? Ten days later, Viacom folded and the content is back on DirecTV. All right. So this is actually Viacom's fault. Well... There's a lot of people to blame on all ends because, you know, it's a, it's a very tough time because they want to get more. See, Viacom's trying to get more money from the satellite companies and the distributors because right. they're not making as much in ad revenue or ratings, especially with networks like Nickelodeon, Nobody which for is. some reason is just tanking in the ratings. This didn't help at all. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. People watch the vintage Nickelodeon channels more than they watch the new Nickelodeon channels. I didn't they're know that. they're really tired of Dora asking you where the pen is. Can you find the pen? <laughs> that's my that's oh, I'm glad you appreciated that. That's my uh, Dora impression. Imagine this though. This is what really hurt for them. Viacom's whole stock shares fell two percent over the last week, and ratings for every one of their channels went down twenty seven percent because a shitload of people have Direct TV. Yeah. And what really sucks is I don't have cable. Haven't had satellite. Haven't don't have any of that. Me don't either. deal with any of it. But. One of my best friends, Cassie, has DirecTV, and we're watching a uh, taped episode she had of Workaholics, and 
It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen because this, I think, was taped the night before they pulled uh, all the channels off the network. Big cliffhanger. No, there is uh, <laughs> there is nonstop uh, in commercial breaks running like Directv is going to pull this, going to pull, and halfway through the commercial, they cut the commercial to like Ron Popeil. Oh, that's funny. And then the entire thirty minutes across the scroll is uh, Directv saying Viacom's going to try to you know screw with your content and pull your favorite channels. Oh, so call them and complain, but. There was a competing scroll on top of that from the broadcast feed that said, DirecTV is really trying to screw with your channels and really trying to make sure you pay more for your stuff. I get it. Because this whole time, because again, I don't have a TV either. We we are all completely online. Yeah, you we and watch I. everything through iTunes, Netflix, yeah, Hulu, the whole Amazon. Shebang. It works great. It's great. So... All I've been reading is the news, and all the news has been the slanted media <laughs> has been saying that uh, it's DirecTV's fault. But it's really equal depending on uh, the chicken or the egg. Yeah, Give it's... us more money. Go fuck yourself. Give us more money, and we're going to pull everything. Pull it. See if we care. Finally pull it. Nah, come back. Yeah, it was a grind that went a little too far, and DirecTV's EVP Derek Chang... Maybe it's related to Richard oh, Chang. Oh, yeah, there's only says, a couple uh, of Changs in the world. And I think this is what DirecTV was worried about and why they could not fold to Viacom. This serves notice to all media companies that bullying TV providers and their customers with blackouts won't get them a better deal. Interesting. Because, really, they're fucking with our content so they can get more money. Are we going to see anything out no, of it? No, no, in no. fact. The only real DirecTV, loser is the viewer. And DirecTV, in their defense, really what I think is good for them, why they really shouldn't have uh, paid Viacom more, that bill would have been passed on to us. Yes, pass the not savings right on to you. But I will say, if you uh, were bothered by this whole situation, you can get some money out of this. Our good friends at 1-800-LOAN-MART, uh, specifically my buddy Colby, he's actually my boss now, yeah. uh, he has a great tip for you guys. If uh, you were disturbed at all by this Viacom thing, call DirecTV, say you want to cancel, and you're going to get half off your bill for six months. Do that. Enjoy. Or, That's how you really win. Or are they going to pull this move that I used to get all the time from a certain cell phone provider? Um, if Say I couldn't use my phone for two days, and I'm like, this is unacceptable. I'm paying for uh, something I can use. Well, we can take... Two days worth of money off your bill. Oh, okay, great. That comes to like three dollars. Yeah, that they don't care. That's not for anybody. Well, it was a big weekend uh, at the old Comic Con. Oh, Comic Con last week, huge. And we have a, a couple of friends that went down there, and our good buddy Danny was there for three days, and I bet he had just a great time. But there were uh, there were anti Comic. Conians there as well. Anti-Comiconian? Yeah. Um, there are a bunch of fundamentalists, uh, they don't say what religion, uh, that were down there distributing pamphlets about how all the hobbies of the people who attend Comic-Con are uh, hobbies that will make you burn an eternal hellfire. And they call it, um, these. all these hobbies are part of Satan's spiritual structure, and they are the doorways to demonic possession. Would you like to know what made the list? I would love to know what made the list. Do we have any game show music? I should I have asked that. I can get some game show music uh, for you advance. right now. Because this, uh, some some of these things I actually agree with. The vast majority of them I participate in on almost a daily basis. Um, but these are the things, according to uh, the doorways to demonic possession pamphlet. Oh, I like this. Is kind of a jazzy version. This yeah. is kind of a a Casio version.
pretty much. It's like a my die version of it. Yeah. All right. Here are the things that are going to get you a one way ticket to uh, hell: Eastern religions, oh. yoga, Freemasonry, Illuminati groups. I love how they throw uh, Eastern religions in with Illuminati and yeah. uh, Freemasons. Exactly. And I'm just going to rattle these off because there are so many. New Age religions, Church of Satan, probably yeah. where you want to go. Yeah. Uh, Scientology, Rosicrucianism, Rosicrucianism, astrology, tarot cards, Ouija boards, remote remote viewing. Remote viewing? Where you like, you know, Close you can, circuit? no, you project yourself. Oh, that, that that made the list too. You know, your your uh, your favorite George Norrie says he experienced remote viewing at fourteen. Then I believe him. Palmistry, voodoo, earth worship, Wicca, cyberpunk culture, divination, 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 meditation, which is essentially praying. So yeah. I'm not really sure how that made the list. Vegetarianism. No. Lycanthropy, postmodernism, backmasking. Backmasking? That, no idea. Astral projection, necromancy. I agree with that one. I think that's having sex with a dead person. No, 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 no. That that's necrophilia. Oh. Necromancy is like uh, under it's like dark world spells and shit. Oh, okay, then they might be right about that. Yeah. Uh let's hit that again, because that was a jazzy Oh, there we go. Thank you. Uh rebirthing. Isn't that being born again? Yeah, so they don't I'm like not that. sure how that made the list. Kabbalah, L O T R, Lord Lo- of the Rings. Oh my God, is that what it is? That was long something term relationship. No, they don't want any hobbits. Firewalking, levitation, alternative comics, vampirism, trilateralism. Whoa. Marijuana and pot parties. No, Randy. That's not fair. LSD and shrooms, video games, Harry Potter. Well, they might be right about this next one. D&D. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. Halloween, fornication, skull and bones, rock music, heavy metal, Burning Man. I agree with the next one. Twilight films. Yeah. Raves and ecstasy and goth culture. That's like every fun thing in the world minus a couple of weird ass things. I know. What are you supposed to do then? I don't know. Just protest? That's all you have to do all day long? You go to Mark Cherry's house and you protest uh, Desperate Housewives all day. Seriously, that's all these groups seem to do. is uh, development The most fun that they seem to have is uh, getting up and yelling at people. Telling everybody else not to have fun. And that doesn't seem like fun to me. Not even a little bit. I don't want to tell people not to have fun. Somebody, actually, my boss at work yesterday said to me out of nowhere when I was walking down the hall, you know what, Gina? You just really strike me as a really non-judgmental person. And I said, you know what? I'd love to take credit for it. I'd love to be all, you know, altruistic and whatever. But honestly, I just can't get it up to care. (laughs) I can almost not get it up to care about myself. Yeah. Hence the outfit and the look today. I don't know. I I think this is really working. Oh, thank you. I got a necklace. I needed something today. I mean, you're matching. Uh, It works. I was up all night. Um, What's new? I know. So it's really, if I can't get it up to care about myself, which should be my most interesting subject, I don't have a back reserve to care about you. Yeah, so I'm going to care enough to judge what you do? Screw that. No, sir. Um, But all of these uh, little uh, demonic uh, hobbies remind me that I did spend way too much time yesterday watching, uh, alternating back and forth between Taboo and Obsessed. One's on National Geographic, one's on A&E. 
Of course it is. <laughs> taboo is about like, you know, things that are taboo around the world, like different sex cultures and death and murdering people <laughs> and, and just weird shit. And then Obsessed was a girl who was afraid uh, that she was going to kill her, everybody that, uh, she's going to kill her therapist. So her therapist had her hold a cleaver to her neck and say, kill me. And she's like, I'm not going to kill you. She's like, of course you're not. Damn. You're fine. Uh, people who can't stop writing on their walls, people who are buried alive in their own trash. Oh, you. I swear to God, it was like uh, they were knocking on my door. You're going to be on the next episode. Can you imagine? Obsessed. I'd, I'd work well on that show as well. Are you obsessed with anything? Except Actually, no. Yours? The only things I was ever obsessed with was uh, girls, and we figured out that problem. It's <laughs> a really good point. <laughs> we really did. Into you're, you're really good at uh, at pairing these reality shows, though, you know? Thank you get to you. cleanse your palate with one another, you know? There's a reality show coming out soon that you're going to be very excited about. Do tell. Gina, you're a big Toddlers and Tiaras fan. Uh, I've been known to watch an episode or two. Last year, one of our favorite Toddlers and Tiaras was, you remember little Alana? Like, uh... The dollar make me holla, honey boo-boo child. Exactly. Honey boo-boo child. Yeah. TLC, Terrible Life Choices, has decided to come out with, starting mid-August, Here Comes... Honey Boo Boo. A story that documents Alana and her crazy redneck family out in Georgia. Her mom's the coupon queen. The first episode will show the family competing in the summer redneck games. It's called that? Yeah. And the promo, I wish I could play it. I can't get the computer to work right now. It says, my God, the the, uh, promo says, the kid says, we're not rednecks. Yeah, we are rednecks. Mm. It is a whole... Because if you think she's crazy looking, Mm. her whole family looks and talks like her, and they're freaking adults. And I think that it's it's important to point this out. I don't know why. I just have an urge to do it. This family is white. Yeah. Okay. Very, very white. The dollar make me holla, okay? (laughs) I'm like, this is a six-year-old. Honey boo-boo child. And then she pulls up her... In one of the Toddlers and Tiaras episodes, she pulls up her shirt and just starts jiggling her fat little belly, which she's very proud of. God bless her. Ooh. And she's like, those judges don't know what they're missing, okay? And I'm like, <laughs> you know what? This girl should teach self-esteem to other little girls because you can't break Alana. No. Alana is very happy with Alana. And the rest of the family is crazy. But aren't we creating a bigger monster now by giving Alana her own show? Yes. Honey Boo Boo. She's got her own trademark. She's got her own freaking catchphrase. What about Eden's world? Yeah, look what happened to Eden. She what, got crazier. What's the uh, the song? Oh. Um. <sighs> hold on. I can do this. Uh, I'm a cutie. Cutie, cutie patootie. Something, 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 and shaking my booty. Pretty hair, pretty smile. I'm not, I'm not crazy, or I don't know. But this is really a bad idea. This is, but this is how fast the uh, toddlers and tiaras world works. Yeah. Uh, we already need to. Where are they now for Eden? For are, a tween? No, no, she's not even a tween. She's like a tween. What do you call that? She's like eight, maybe. She's nine. an infant. She's oh a child. But if she, oh, she's a preschooler. Wow. It sounds like something straight out of Family Guy. Yeah. Like they, you know, five, they were on the rise. Six, you know, they they thought they could do no wrong. Seven, their world comes crashing down. Eight, they're in rehab. Uh, 
And I then Nina, see- they come out with the new the new uh, resurgence TV show talk show. Absolutely, because she'll be inspiring. Eden, Mackenzie, Alana. There's a lot of uh, real crazy chicks that you uh, that you you guys who are really into younger girls. Well, guess what? In the not even ten years, that's going to be the crop you're picking from. Oh, Alana and Mackenzie and Eden; those are the young girls that you're going to want to just pluck right out of uh, <laughs> right out of the whorehouse and right into your bed. I feel really bad for the next generation. Here's a yeah. great pairing, by the way, with uh, the Alana's uh, Honey Boo Boo World. Oh, god! There's a uh, other show on TLC. It's called uh, Virgin Diaries. My brother sent me a text yesterday that said, if you don't watch The Virgin Diaries, then you are doing everything wrong. It is the greatest thing I've ever seen. In fact, my brother, who is completely and totally tattooed, uh, his birthday was yesterday and we forgot to shout him out. Oh, happy, birthday, happy birthday, brother Grad. We love you, brother Grad. Big three seven. Whoa. Yeah. Um, he wrote to me... Um, uh, I, I, I invited him to our picnic, uh, oh. our pretty good picnic on August 4th at Woodley Park. And he said, cool, but I'm only coming if you promise to watch my new favorite show, TLC's Virgin Diaries, more awkward than a nun at a gay pride parade. <laughs> so that's my brother's review. What's yours? Here is the greatest thing in the world. It's called Virgin Diaries. Imagine document because you know there's a lot of crazy things you document on TLC. Absolutely, people that like to drink gasoline, people that like to live with eight thousand cats, eat the stuffing out of their couch. But how about a guy that uh, still lives with mom and his name is Skippy? Not while I'm drinking. <laughs> Gina, how old is he? How he is uh, thirty-four years oh, old. All right. How much would you have to be paid to go out with a man named Skippy? A substantial sum. <laughs> and throw on top of that that he he lives with mom. He loves mom. He loves that's, mom. That's good. So he, imagine you go over, you go over to Skippy's house. You're sitting up there. You're talking to Skippy. A mom calls from downstairs. You guys want peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? I love that you assume he lives in the basement. Oh, yeah. And then mom will call and say, Jaina, how do you want your peanut butter? Oh, God. Smooth. But I still don't want anything to do with Skippy. Would you like to hear some facts about Skippy? A man who I feel for him. He has been on allegedly 500 to 600 first dates. He's a first date expert. He is a first date expert. His mom is not just a mom. She is a wing mom. Stop talking right now. She is a wing mom. This is the this is the pair that goes to the bunny ranch while the mom sits in there while the son gets his first uh, you know reach around or whatever. Yeah. All right, so this is how you get a 34-year-old virgin. Mom's trying to hook you up. Yeah. Uh he works out on the shake weight. He's been collecting belly button lint for 15 years. Stop it. He has a butt. Now, I'm starting to see, you know, things that other people do that maybe illustrate the crazy behavior I've had because I know I I do shit like this. You collect belly button lint? No, 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 no. But he has a bunch of shirts that say got skippy. Or, I love Skippy. But he's wearing them. Yeah. He likes to wear shirts that have his own name on it. All right. Oh, here's your favorite. He likes to ask girls your favorite question on a date. What if? 
I thought it was going to be your favorite question. Is this a date? No. That's it's usually not my question. Yeah. The other girl has to ask that question. Oh. But uh, uh, in the uh, dude's world, we don't have that problem. So, oh, good for you. We, we know when it's a date. Right. And now that story will be coming up in the next hour. Oh, yeah. A little ball tickle. Yeah, literally. So he likes to say, what if? Yeah. What, 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 if, what, what if I kissed you? Would, would you say yes? No. No? Mm-mm. Oh, God. Is there anything more revolting to you than somebody asking if they can kiss you? Yes. Skippy going in for a kiss without asking. <laughs> That's the only thing more revolting. Skippy explains that sometimes he gets horny and wants to kiss girls roughly. <laughs> I'm asking you this in all sincerity. I am not joking. This is not sarcasm. So don't. Don't blast away at me for this. I am sincerely asking this as a concerned citizen. Is Skippy retarded? No, Skippy is not retarded. Are you but sure? Skippy has in his mom's basement where he lives a poster of the Osmonds. I'm going to ask you one more time. No. Well, I think at some point you just have to look at all the symptoms and just diagnose him as retarded the because Osmonds. He's got a because he's got a poster of Donnie Marie. Is he fifty-four? No, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of reasons to get to this madness right here. That is Skippy. Oh, Skip. Oh, Skippy, Skip. I so, feel so bad for the guy. So I'm going to go ahead and connect the dots on this one. It's called the Virgin Diaries. You've given us all of this insight into Skippy's world. Is Skippy a virgin? Skippy is a virgin. Skippy has some wisdom for everybody. Every first date is a potential makeout. Randy, not to be mean, but it kind of sounds like you six months ago. Skippy, have and you ever considered Elijah's that you might golf clapping. be gay? Skippy, uh, <laughs> if this is how many problems you have with women, you have this bizarre relationship with your mom, you love the but shake weight, you like this thing. Yeah. Why don't you uh, get over to my side? Because uh, you might have. All I'm saying is that I've been not to where you are, yeah. but I've been close. Yeah. And uh, there's a. I can explain a lot of this. And just as a disclaimer, Randy's inviting you over to join the team, but he's not. Oh no 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 he no! He doesn't no. want to. I'm not going to play with you. Yeah. I don't want to play ball. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, okay. I, I think you should try to explore and see if that's maybe an if option for you. for you. Because obviously you've been going 34 years and you have no luck. No. And mom's striking you out all the time. Maybe you got to try something else. I know a girl who is now 30. Uh, when I knew her, she was 28. She was a virgin. Beautiful girl. Smart. Funny. She actually is a comic and worked that into her act. I wonder if she's still a virgin. And uh, I, she just said, I just, I don't know. It's not, she goes, it's not that it doesn't interest me. And I've done other stuff. I just, I don't know. I'm waiting. Just waiting. And I'm like, well, do your thing, girl. It's Go for it. Great content for your five minutes at the comedy store. <laughs> All right, we have to take a quick break. Oh, yeah. A real quick break. But we'll be back with crazy ass news. And in the nine o'clock hour, Randy is going to reveal a big story that I haven't even heard. Oh, no. Because, uh, well. We wanted to save it for the explicit show. Yeah. We couldn't do this on our regular podcast. Pretty good podcast or prettygoodpodcast.com. We'll be right back.
Time to talk about stamps.com. If you got a small business, if you are shipping things out on a regular basis, you hate dealing with the post office. You hate driving down there. You hate waiting in the lines. You are tired of it. Well, now stamps.com is available and you can get Print out your postage right there on your computer at home. Give the stuff to your mailman. You are never going to have to go to the post office again with Stamps.com. We get a special offer for you right now. Go to Stamps.com, type in the offer code GNR in the radio mic. That stands for Gina and Randy, GNR. You're going to get a $110 bonus offer, including a scale, a bunch of free postage. It's going to set you up because I send out a lot of stuff with this show. You know, We send out shirts, we send out stickers, a lot of packages, and... Going to the post office, having to wait in line for stamps, having to buy stamps is such a pain. Now being able to do it on demand whenever I want and having to freak out, do I have stamps, do I not have stamps? Stamps.com takes care of all of it at stamps.com. Remember, Radio Mike, promo code GNR with stamps.com. If you want to talk to Gina and Randy, call 888-520-4374. Or just sit there and yell at your computer. The Gina and Randy Show on the Toad Hop Network. Welcome back to the Gina and Randy Show here on the Toad Hop Network, the beautiful John Lovitz Theater at Universal City Walk, Universal Studios, Hollywood. Hollywood! Um... By the way, I just got, we, we, our Twitter's been going crazy, and we haven't even given out the phone number because we've had so much to say. I mean, it's been a busy, busy, busy morning, and yes. our hearts really do go out to the families it's in Colorado. Sick. This is a effed up morning. Yes. And in, it's going to ruin the whole weekend for a lot of people. Well, yeah, and ruin a lot of people's lives. Um, our number here is 888 520 888-520-4374, if you have anything you want to weigh in on. Twitter is going crazy. Um, I'm being accused of uh, mocking the Honey Boo Boo Child show, and then I'm going to go home and watch it secretly in my own shame. Wait, wait, this is how all of these shows works. Who walks around saying that Toddlers and Tiaras is fine programming? I don't know. That's a very good question. You only watch that to rip on it because it's so horrifying, because it paints a picture of a life that is way worse than yours, and you feel better about yourself. You know what? I just decided... I would be more comfortable telling the world that I'm really into, like, I don't know, Japanese octopus cartoon porn than, uh, than I watch things on TLC. And I mean that. I, there is no shame in expressing your fetish. There isn't. There is people a, are really proud of just uh, expressing it. Call in. I mean, we've done yes. shows where people call in and just talk about their fetishes. By the way, I have a story in here somewhere that there's a new fetish called Lunars. Oh, Those are, we got to talk about the we'll Lunars. We'll do it. We'll do it. But, um, well, let, let me just spoil it. They fuck inflatable pool toys. <laughs> so there's less shame in that story than being like, oh, my God, I never miss an episode of anything on TLC. Gina, what would you do if I uh, came on the radio on a show uh, 800 on the Pretty Good Podcast and said, Gina, I've come to a really important discovery in my life. I'm coming out as a lunar. I would have one question for you, because there are two kinds of lunars. Are you a popper or a non-popper? I'm a popper. Oh, 
you're disgusting. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. I thought you said you don't judge. Well, I just you you just touched a nerve. Um, the poppers like to destroy their you know uh, dolphin as they f it, and the non poppers would do anything not to get a, a scratch on their pool toy. Oh boy, and they try to they try to make it with the dolphins or uh they well, yeah. or in, they try to do the inner tubes or What are inflatable pool toys? Oh, That's all wow. it says. That is just And there's a website for it called Hollow Paws if you want to check that out. I don't need that on my search history. I don't even need that on my incognito search history. I, I never use that. I should. Oh, Gina, that's the only way to look at porn. I think about it all the time and I look up some things <laughs> because and I look it up at work because I've never worked at a place with a safe search. So I look up all kinds of stuff. I've always worked either in news or media or radio. And when I do that, I go for it and I do the same thing no matter whose computer I'm on. So malware knows my first name. Yeah, well, I think with, you're probably fine. McAfee but, uh, knows my first name. If you don't care too. who finds out what you've been looking at, because you can always you're lucky. You can always say it was research. It, and at work. It's always research. At home? At home, sometimes that's just for me. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> uh, we have a, a very special call that is uh, apparently going to clear up some business from a previous show on the Pretty Good Podcast, our daily show. Uh, let's uh, let's look into this real quick, okay? Sure. Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? Hi, this is Chang. Hi, Changstein. This is our good buddy, Richard Chang, a.k.a. Chang Legacy. Um First of all, I want to apologize to you because we randomly, whenever we need a smart person to weigh in, <laughs> we say, Chang, here's your homework. And, and you are dutifully always responsive and uh, you always uh, give us a disclaimer that this is not your area of expertise. But because you're smarter than Randy and I put together, we just decide that you'll figure it out. We always get a professional email, MLA yeah. format, ready to go. Here's your answer, <laughs> topic sentence, boom. So what did we ask you to do and what did you find out? Well, you wanted to know about roller coasters. Yes. Uh, Gina thought they were powered uh, all the time, and Randy and Elijah said basically said no. Okay, so I thought they were electrified, and I was like, isn't it not safe to make a roller coaster go through water? And Randy and Elijah are like, you're stupid. And I'm like, you're stupid. So we're, And then we're all like, Chang, you figure it out. So Chang, what's the answer? Am I going to get electrocuted if I go to that Diamondback roller coaster in Ohio that takes you right through the water? Definitely not. Thank God. So Most roller to be wrong coasters about. Uh, use this kind of chain mechanism or electromagnet to kind of propel it at the beginning, and uh -huh. that's it. Oh, ele electromagnets were both right. What yes. we are? I said magnets. You said electro. electro. <laughs> yeah. All of them are all of you are correct. Wait, but I don't get it because we went on a bunch of roller coasters uh, last weekend at Magic Mountain, and there's plenty of times where you're not going down like gravity is not on your side you're going up and then there's a corkscrew and then there's a twist how is that how does it keep its speed up you get all the energy at the beginning as uh, and then gravity does the rest essentially wow so they're not electrified uh oh they're usually not very few roller coasters are electrified but that would that would use a system like a subway where it has a third rail the third rail uh, the reason you won't get electrocuted on those is because there's uh, such a thing as an insulator. There's usually a layer of ceramic mm. that covers that third rail so that it won't kind of kill anybody across and, you know, destroy your whole body. Now, so, if that's true, then why don't they run roller coasters in the rain? That's usually because it makes the track slippery and the car might jump or it might result in the brakes not working properly. So the speed might not be as controlled. Richard Chang. 
You have once again outdone yourself Damn, with the research Jen. and the eloquence in which you explained and dumbed it down for Randy and I and the rest of us. He always explains it to us like we're five. You got to. Just um, my oral presentation. <laughs> now, you be get honest, a gold star, Chang. Be honest. Don't lie to me because I'll know if you're lying. Are you sitting at home right now using PowerPoint, even though nobody's there to see it? Uh, I have this. a laser pointer in my hand. I knew but that's it. Just a reflex. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> he can't help himself. He's too smart for his own. He's good. got the clicker ready to go. Chang, we love you. Uh, I love you guys. Um, thank you. And oh, we're, Chang. we're sorry in advance. Chang, are you coming to the picnic on oh, yes. uh, August fourth? Oh, come on. I'm bringing Korean short ribs, probably. <laughs> Korean short ribs. Oh my god. So you're not going to bring? I thought you were going to bring a whole bowl of those dried scallops that you love so much. Don't do that. I could, but I, I want people to like me. <laughs> Korean short ribs sounds like maybe your superhero sidekick. Possibly. Something but to think about for people to the short ribs. I'm going to bring short ribs to the people. Okay, that's much better. I think we need Tim and Ashley to get on Twitter for another hashtag made up sex position. No, don't the ruin, Korean short ribs. Don't ruin Korean short ribs for us. Um, Chang, we love you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for being our uh, resident expert on everything. Anytime, guys. Mwah. Okay, that's good to know. Elect yeah. Electromagnetic. Exactly. Working together, we make roller coasters. We're geniuses. I don't know where this story is, but I feel like it's time for a quick um, public service announcement. We love public service announcements. I, I read the story, so I guess I don't need to look at it. I don't know Which story? It is. Uh, I already know it. All right. All right. I don't know. Um, it, please, people, do your best. I know that there's only what, 30 days, has September, April, June, and November, all the rest of So there's only 12, day, 10 days. Depends when you're listening to this. There's yeah. only a handful of days left of July. That's true. Do yourself and your loved ones a huge favor and don't get sick until August. I promise you, I know what I'm talking about. There is a story somewhere in here that says in hospitals, and I already read it, that's okay. okay. In hospitals, there's something called a July effect, which means... If you go into a hospital in July, you are effed in the A. What does that have to do with the heat? Is everyone on vacation? Or? Kinda. It's when all the residents, all the, the new kids start their residencies in July. Oh, no. So you're at, at teaching hospitals. So you're not dealing with experts as you would be um, in the other 11 months of the year. Now, there are people who uh, contest this and say that's totally false. Screw you guys. That's not true. But. There are nurses who are like, it is true, to the point where they are either the 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 new kids do one of two things: they either over medicate you because they don't know what they're doing, and they're easy to trick, like you know when you're like a twelve year old babysitter, mm-hmm. or they are so by the book that they don't know how to treat people. They she gave this example of this guy who was terminally ill with cancer. He was knocking on death's door and this kid wouldn't uh, increase his um, uh, morphine thank you um, because it wasn't you know part in the handbook oh so they're just real new at this i was gonna say real dumb but i obviously couldn't do anything wouldn't you get like real excited kids in the like in the emergency room too like it's their first summer in the residency program and uh and like oh a kid comes in for a scrape oh you're gonna need 12 stitches for that dude no no stat we gotta get no you we gotta open you up that might be a fracture exactly they might get a little over anxious with uh the uh, emergency surgery i absolutely think that that's possible so stay out of the 
the hospital if you can in July. Now, I don't know if any of you work in hospitals, if you're a nurse, you're a doctor, you're a medical assistant, but have you heard this before? Because I'm curious because I am a massive hypochondriac and uh you know sometimes you got to get uh, got to go to urgent care for absolutely no reason so if you work in the medical field at all and you've heard anything like this or you'd like to dispute this give us a call 888-520-4374 888-520-4374 and let us know because if this is the worst time to go to a hospital then i will wrap myself in bubble wrap and sit home not like i don't usually do both of those things all that's day that's all you do but i will do it until august 1st and not think twice about it. Perfect. There you go. I think you just needed an excuse for that, didn't you? Yes. All right. Gina, I have a question for you. Yes. What has seven arms and sucks? This guy. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to make it work. Um, I don't know what. Def Leppard. Oh, good one. Okay. <laughs> Just a joke, and uh, you know, no offense to the Def Leppard drummer, who's a badass for drumming with one arm. By the way, speaking of badass, didn't he like knock his wife around for a while? Oh, I, I don't catch up that much on Def Leppard. Allegedly, I have... the drummer uh, can can uh, cause a lot of damage with one hand. They did not cover that in the VH1 TV movie Hysteria. Interesting. They did not cover that part. They covered where he uh, got into a massive car accident and wakes up with no arm. As a drummer, can you imagine? Yeah, but then he taught himself with the foot pedal. But uh, Def Leppard is in the news for something really, really bizarre that just irritates me. What? They have decided to go through a new business plan, Oh, which is going around the middleman of the record company that owns all their content, which they don't make enough money off of, Def Leppard has decided to join in a new trend of covering their own songs. Carry the two. Def Leppard, in an effort to make more money off of the iTunes and Amazon and Spotify downloads that they get... Right. Decided to uh, re-record their songs oh. as old people. What? So they get all the rights to it because they own this version. That's why they do it? Gina, would That's you like to... fascinating! Would you like to hear the uh, 2012 version of Pour Some Sugar On Me? No! <laughs> Sounds familiar so far. Again, this is a re-recorded version so they can screw Universal Music Group. He sounds like a Harvey Firestein. Yeah, Def Leppard told Universal Music Group, the record company that owns all their shit, uh, our contract is such they can't do anything with our music without our permission. So we sent them a letter saying no matter what you want, you're going to get no as an answer. They took all their regular music off of iTunes, off wow. of Amazon, saying no, 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 no. You want to listen to Def Leppard, you got to listen to this crap. All I think right now is coming to the stage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Def Leppard. It is a new business tactic. A lot of artists are doing this because they don't make any money off of the digital download. Again, whether it's Viacom and DirecTV or these a-holes and the a-hole record companies, the only people who lose are the fans. The fans get totally screwed. I mean, the, the fans do make it in one way. That these artists, because they can't make money just sitting there writing albums, right. they have to go on tour. Right. So that's why all these bands are populating casinos all <laughs> over the world. So go on tour. Go to San Manuel. Go to Paul. 
Coachella. Go to Chumash. So many ways to win. Yeah. Def Leppard re-releasing their songs. A lot of artists are doing this. They need I've to make money. I've never heard of this before. I, it's, it's because you're, who's going to buy it? Nobody. <laughs> I already own three crappy versions of Pour Some Sugar on Me. I don't need a fourth. <laughs> I am so over Def Leppard and hair metal to begin with. I'm not going to buy a revised version. They also did a revised Rock of Ages. People don't know your songs that well that we need to... I mean, is this... Are you guys, doing, are you guys that bad off that you can't yeah. go out and tour, that you can't... You know, go make a living. You can't do promotional appearances. I get that the record company's screwing your album sales, but there's got to be another way to make a living Is out this there. Why Kiss covers all their own songs all the time, or they just do it because they can't help themselves? They can't even sing their it's own. It's like songs musical anymore. inception. They broadcasted a Kiss concert on like one of those HD cable channels, and you know, I've been to a Kiss concert. My I've been dad's to been to a Kiss concert. My dad watched this thing and says. They're just screaming now. They yeah. don't know how to sing anymore. That's a bum out. They, I, I can't go to a Kiss concert anymore. It's really old Paul, how? really, really, really old Gene, and what two year, other guys. What year was your last Kiss concert? 2005. Oh! At the Hyundai Pavilion with Aerosmith closing, Kiss opening, you can't follow Kiss. You know who else went to that show? Who? I'm glad you're sitting down. My mother. What? My she goes wearing cookie baking sweatshirt around the shoulder wearing mother went to that show in the Midwest. What? She thought Kiss? it was the best thing. And Aerosmith, big fireworks and fun and explosions and rock music. She thought it was the greatest. I was. Let's see. I was still doing summer theater. I was in college. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But my last Kiss concert, I drove to uh, Omaha, Nebraska with my brother overnight. Missed a, a show I was in, got in a lot of trouble. And uh, and made out with a guy from the opening band. And got pulled out of the pit because I got, almost got crushed. Got That's pulled up right. on my belt buckle. That was the la- second to last Kiss concert, actually, I've ever been to. Fascinating. Um, so you're right about these a-holes. They can't stop touring. Because uh, guess who else is... Uh, Getting back out there. Who? And really going for it. Back on the road. You ready? Yeah. I, I have to make sure I get this right. So um, I'll, I'll, ma- I'll blame it on you. Um, uh, who's, on, who's going on tour, Gina? Well, it's one of two bands. <laughs> Speaking of segues. Well, it depends what you have uh, pulled up there. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Rolling Stones. Really? Because I'm almost positive it's, it's the, the who. who. Okay, damn it. <laughs> I had a 50-50 chance of being right because this is about Mick Jagger and Pete Townsend. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal, people. That's not the point of the story. The point of the story is that the Who's guitarist, Pete Townsend, um, decided to say in an interview uh, that he said, uh, what I remember of the size of Mick Jagger's penis is I remember it being huge and extremely tasty. Oh, Yes. Uh, the press conference was held to discuss the band's new tour, which will bring them to the United States for the first time since 2008. The band will not, thank Christ, use holograms to bring back their late members. That would that be messed t- up. Like Keith imagine Moon and John Entwistle. Imagine everyone's on stage and here is John Entwistle. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. They Keith have a little Moon more class than that. destroying a best western. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, for some context on the little quip, Rolling Stones notes that Jagger's member member was disparaged in Keith Richards' recent memoir, memoir called Life. Townsend himself is... Why was he talking about his dick in his memoir? Why was he talking about 
Mick Jagger's dick in his memoir. All this is this is like all that's going around the tabloids for the last year or two is like Mick Jagger, David Bowie, Pete Townsend. Everyone was just banging in the sixties. I had no idea. God damn, I love this crap. Like uh, like Creed says on the Office, a guy could have slipped in there. There'd be no way of knowing. Yeah, there, there's so many of these you know hardcore, legendary, iconic rockers who all were into the stick. I love it. Yeah, so if you're a Who fan, and I know you are, get ready because they are coming to a possibly a town near you. How cool is this? Speaking of the Who being on tour, the Who got a uh, they were doing a you know a typical world tour in 1979 when they were going to do a show in Providence, Rhode Island. Yeah, the mayor canceled their show in 1979. Why? Why? Because they were worried about safety concerns because a concert they did the week before in Ohio, 11 people got killed in a stampede. So they said, who? You cannot tour here. Well, when the tour announced this week that they're doing their big tour this year, their final show is actually in the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island, the same place that was canceled 30 years ago. Hold that thought. The Dunkin' Donuts Center? We have a staple center! How the mighty have fallen. My beautiful amphitheater in, in Missouri was Arrowhead my entire life. Now it's Verizon Wireless oh, or yeah. something. And then the, the age-old beautiful theaters of Broadway <laughs> is now the American Airlines Theater. <laughs> and now... The Dunkin' Donut Center? Yeah, when I went to uh, when I went to uh, see Kiss, oh it was at the Hyundai Glen Helen Pavilion. That shit's yeah. so depressing. This is you know, it's idiocracy. Naming rights are ruining everything. Anyway, so do you know what the point of this whole story no, is? No, I don't. They're doing their final show at that place, at that venue, and the uh, owner of that venue says, "Anyone that bought a ticket in 1979 that didn't get to go, bring that ticket in. It's valid." That's awesome. So if you kept your ticket in Providence, Rhode Island from 1979 for that Who concert that got canceled. Save the date. You can finally <laughs> use it. Gina, how much do you think it costs to get a the best ticket you could possibly get at a Who concert in 1979? A hundred bucks. Lower. For the best ticket. Yeah. Like top ticket. Highest price you could buy Eight, without being a VIP. 85. Lower. This is 1979. 60. Lower. 45. Lower. No. Lower. 30. Lower. Shut up! The highest ticket price at the 1979 show was $14. I love this crap. That's awesome! Yeah, I hope you go, man. I hope you have the ticket. I hope you go enjoy the concert. I saw Roger Daltrey perform at uh, a casino in Kansas, and it was depressing. I have got to admit something right now. I am almost convinced my very first male crush ever has been Roger Daltrey. I did watch Tommy over and over and over again, and Tommy has his shirt off in half that movie. He does. He's very sinewy. Oh, he's the messiah. He's dreamy. Roger Daltrey. We're going to take a very quick break here on the Gina and Randy show every Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, When we we come back, I've got one more story of how exactly music rights and all this record company crap is screwing you over on Netflix. Then we're going to take a little break from the news. Talk about Randy's big date the other night, and then maybe if we all need to cleanse our palate, do a little more news, and then we're going to get out of here. Sounds great. All right. Be right back.
What's up, Toadheads? It's Frank Kramer, Heidi Hamilton. Hey, everybody. From the Heidi and Frank Show. Reminding you that if you have satellite radio, you can check us out every single Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Extreme Talk Channel 165. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern? Uh, on the East Coast, yeah, on Extreme Talk XM 165. And if you don't have satellite radio, well, you're on the Toad Hop Network, so why not check out the Heidi and Frank Show, the backbone of the whole thing? 10 a.m. to noon every single week. The premium package. But you can listen for free every day, 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time. Check us out, Heidi and Frank. Live, Live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Welcome to the Gina and Randy Show. Gina and Randy Show. America's most listened to podcast ever. Who cares what all the facts and figures say? We know it's true. Call 888-520-4374. That's how you get to talk to your hosts, Gina and Randy. The Gina and Randy Show. On the Toad Hop Network. Ready? Oh, yeah. On the count of three. One, two, two three. three. Randy Wang is gay, haters go away. Randy's gay and proud and not overeating. What's up with that? Why was Randy so fat? Ate away all the pain. No need to play that game anymore. Explore, dance floor, saddle sore. No, no, no. It's anymore. Dance floor, explore, back door, Marine Corps, saddle sore. Oh, you man whore. Wow. Welcome back to the Gina and Randy show. Uh, every Friday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. Pacific here at the John Lovitz Theater. The you beautiful. Love it! At the Lovitz. Yes! Universal City Walk, Universal Studios Hollywood. Randy is a raging homosexual. Yeah! And, be- and to honor his newly outed life, which is so wonderful, a good friend of ours, uh, Josh Robert Thompson, does has a friend, let's say, uh, named Robin Super, who uh, wrote a song for Randy, and we just tried to sing it for you a little bit. Oh, yeah. you can. Uh, we, we can't torture you again with it because we've played it nonstop. But you can't stop singing. If you really want to listen to it, we have it up at prettygoodpodcast.com. The Robin Super Randy Wang is Gay song. It's amazing. A Big Mac's not a it's food. food. It's, it's a hairy dude, dude in the nude getting, getting rude with, with your backside. Um, it is really a disgusting <laughs> song, <laughs> and <laughs> I cannot stop listening to it. So listen to the actual version, not us butchering it, at prettygoodpodcast.com. Now, you're going to give us, you're going to make us wait one more news story until you tell us about your week? Yeah, because oh. I've got something very pressing to talk Fine. about. Yesterday on the Pretty Good Podcast. Oh, by the way, we're already in trouble for having saying that. Oh, people no. are already. There's so much hate, hate tweeting right now for getting that restuck in people. They head. love it. It's a great. So, hey, would you rather have Randy <laughs> Wang as gay stuck in your head or fucking call me maybe stuck in your head? Because I could put that in your head too. I just uh, met you. Uh, this is crazy. No, I'll, I'll take Robin Super. Yeah, I, I stick with right, the Robin go ahead, Super. Go ahead. So yesterday on the Pretty Good Podcast, we made a pact. We made a bet between you, me, and Elijah. That pact was to go onto Netflix and try to watch Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And... I have a lot of things to say about Dawson's Creek. I will save that for uh, later this week on the Pretty Good Podcast. I don't want to wait. All I'm going to say is I'm a huge fan. But. I'm not. Here's the problem. You go to Netflix to tune in Dawson's Creek expecting to hear the most iconic Paula Cole song ever, I Don't Want to Wait. It's not on there. Mm. This song does not appear on Netflix because just like uh, when they screw with you on the DVD releases, 
The record companies that own the rights to I Don't Wanna Wait were charging just a little too much for music licensing rights and because they because TV networks never secured these things because right. they didn't know DVD and Netflix existed thing, in 1998. Yeah. They charge so much that we don't get to hear this song when I get to see Dawson and Pacey and Joey and Jen just sitting out there running and living life. And I got so much to talk about. You have no idea. But here's my question. Whoever the record company is that owns this Paula Cole song in 2012, who do, who, who, what do they think they're going to do with that song? Gonna, is there are people knocking down the door besides Dawson's Creek to do anything with it's it? It's just like with Viacom. It's chicken. It's I will. How much money are you going to give me for this? I'm just going to have to play this on Spotify and then turn the volume down on Netflix because <laughs> it because honestly. Theme songs are iconic, yeah. and it kind of ruined for me on Netflix. They brought they unleashed on Netflix 13 seasons of Married with Children, one yeah. of my favorite shows of yep. all time. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, when you turn on Married with Children, there was no love in marriage. No, it's like an inverted satire song. It's like what they would use for a porno. Exactly. It's not, it's not the freaking classic. Do you have what they... It's not this. It's not this. It's not this love makes marriage. you instantly remember Married Sinatra. with Children, Al Bundy, four touchdowns yeah. in a single game. This brings it all back to you. Not the horrible, horrible version, which we're not going to play for you because no. it sucks. But and go on lots- Netflix and hear it. I heard, I could be wrong, but even something as iconic as the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, Andy Griffith show, no Andy Griffith theme. Instead of that, they got a, they inverted the whistling. They, That's insane. They, they made it backwards. That's insane. For big shows, especially big iconic 90s shows that have featured a lot of 90s music like Dawson's Creek, t- these shows took forever just to get on Netflix because you had to go in and secure the music rights mm. for every single song that was ever featured, ever. Can you imagine if that was your job? Like, you know, in the pilot of Dawson's Creek, Chumbawamba is very very heavily featured. Are you serious? Yes. I get knocked down and I get up again. Is Tub thumping in the, is in the pilot? It's in the pilot. Tub thumping. And, you know, they just broke up. But they had to... The music. Huh. The people at Netflix had to call over to the, mu- the music studio that has... I get knocked down, I get up again. You're Tub never going to get me down. Tub yeah. thumping. And says... Uh, how much money do we have to give you so we can put this crappy show on Netflix so people can watch Tub Thumping? It makes no sense. You know, you download the song on iTunes, they don't make any money. You download this here, you, they don't make any money. But uh, you want to get it on the TV show that they were already on that wow. you can watch in syndication and you're screwed. This wow. also ruined Melrose for me in many, many ways because they put on Melrose Place. Thank God the theme wasn't an actual licensed song so they could use it. Right. But half the music that was like, hey, I remember this scene, they used to play this song, or they used to open this episode with that U2 song, had to switch every single one to unrecognizable filler shit, and it ruins it! Well, I'm sorry, but I also have to tell you that you might be the only person that this affects. This was a story on the Huffington Post! I know, I tweeted it to you, but here's the thing. Who else is watching a combo platter of Dawson's Creek, (laughs) Married with Children... The Andy Griffith Show and Melrose Place. I challenge you to find one other human being. That sounds like my childhood right there. That's ex- Melrose that's exactly. Married with Children and old TV rerun. That was your childhood. That was my childhood. But you know what's the interesting thing? They replaced the song on Dawson's Creek, The uh, obviously the I Don't Want to Wait. They yeah. replaced it with the song they actually <sighs> bought tired. for the show. What? They actually got a theme song for the show. This is by this Canadian artist called Run, called uh, Jane Arden. She made this song called Run Like Mad. A little 30-second little ditty. It's folky. It's nice, but it's not. I don't want to wait.
right? Would you have run like? I magic? can't find it anywhere, mm. and uh, my net my YouTube's not working on here. So, mm. but here's the thing: if you go on Netflix, you can hear that song, and you'll hear it a million times. So I need to play it for you again. But they originally went with this song. Well, originally they went with an Alanis Morissette song, but it was too expensive. I got one hand in my pocket, and the other one is giving a high five. That one. That is the song I they know. wanted to be the theme I to know. Dawson's Creek. That was too expensive. So they went with this Jane Arden song, and they're like, okay, this will be the theme to our show. The WV was running promos of all their shows with pop music under it, and just coincidentally, here's our new show for the summer, Dawson's Creek, and in the background, I don't want to wait for us. The executives called and said, why don't you guys use that song? Yeah. And that's how that became the theme song to Dawson's Creek. Really? Yeah. And now it's not anymore. How pissed would you be if you were Jan Arden? She didn't even know. She and it's funny. Like, oh my god, this new show wants me to write their theme song. Where is it? Yeah, you got beaten out by Paula Cole, but mm. now she gets back a resurgence. And they even used that version in uh, some international markets. So oh. she doesn't even remember well. the song. She says when people ask her, "You do the Dawson's Creek song?" I'm like, I don't know it, honey. It was thirty seconds twenty years ago, honey. That's the only reason I know who you are. You didn't know who she was until. This, knew, is, this ain't Paula was, Cole. I knew, I knew she was beginning last night. <laughs> uh, so Anyway, really. I am watching Dawson's Creek. You have to watch it this weekend. He's going to watch it this weekend. He is not going to watch it. Elijah, you have to watch one episode of Dawson's Creek in between your Breaking Bad marathons. Elijah, I'll watch the pilot if you do. He, he, he gave me a little nod. He All gave right. me a little shrug, a little smile. Are you sure it was a nod and a shrug and a smile or not like a go fuck yourself middle finger? Here's all I'm going to say. There is so much 90s nostalgia in this show, you will want to watch it just based on that. I bet there are a lot of French rolled jeans. Yes. All right. It's great. And I'll I'll save the rest for the Pretty Good Podcast because I got a whole detailed review of Dawson's. And you know what? I don't like, and I, I, if you'll notice, I almost never do. And if I do, I'm absolutely joking. And then I swoop in and say something horrible about myself, which I might do right now. But you know what I just realized? And I, God bless him, they have a much more charmed life than I've ever had. James Vanderbeek and Katie Holmes, if you put their faces together <laughs> between his forehead and her weird droopy eye, it would almost resemble Sloth from Goonies. It would. That is a weird ass if they made it. Yeah, because uh, there's, there was a study at one point that attractive people make ugly children. Oh, so um, maybe uh, Katie and James should steer clear of each other on this next go around. Yeah, they probably shouldn't. But little uh, sloth baby. That Vanderbeek is hot though. He's all right. He got he got better over time. No, oh. I'm a fan. Oh right, I like my James Vanderbeek. Speaking of things that make everyone uncomfortable. Oh, and by the way, Robert Bianca uh, did ask. Um, so is this one of those shows where I should wait and eat? Uh, wait till ten o one? Probably. Yeah. Although, you never really want to eat at the top of Heidi and Frank, either. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to starve till about noon. Yeah, work out. You know, get, you'll get your food in at noon. Yeah. Um, here's my question. Dare we? We dare. Do we? <laughs> we do. All right. Uh, you're watching slash listening to the Gene and Randy Show, which can be heard every Friday, oh, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., uh, Pacific. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm trying to prepare myself emotionally for what's about to happen. Also, reheard oh, on boy. Saturdays, XM Extreme Talk 165, and of course our daily show, the Pretty Good Podcast, PrettyGoodPodcast.com, and Oh Nothing.
every once in a while, I fill in on KFI. That's so, right. Oh, oh, nothing. That is huge. KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk radio, the number one talk station in the number two market in the country. Yeah. Kind of a big deal. Huge deal. So with all of that credibility about to go out the window... <laughs> Randy is a newly outed homosexual, Yay! which we all love and support and think Happy that's and proud fantastic. and not overeating. Nope. What's and up a, with that? Why was Randy so fat? Um, so doing great, looking great, living the life. Thank you. And uh, dating. I going, am, you know, sur- Hanging out, going out to bars, yep. getting punched in the face. Yep. It's a good time. And uh, you've gone out with a, a, a couple guys a couple times. Yeah. And you had a great time. Yeah. And uh, you were not proud to say, but you were adamant that you, though you had explored various parts of the male anatomy, you hadn't gone whole hog, as it were. I hadn't. Uh, yeah, I haven't gone full gay. Right. You, well, you never go. Well, you do, you do. You do go full gay. Now, Randy, over the past week, did you or did you not go full gay? I went full gay. I'm clapping. I'm clapping to uh, mask the sounds of uh, other people uh, dry heaving because it's an uncomfortable but subject. People, here's the thing: if it's an uncomfortable subject, why has every straight person in the fucking world asked me directly? Because that's all. Because we're all morbid idiots. Why is it so fascinating to you, people? I don't know, but uh, if you want to hear about it, I will tell you. All right, so Randy, so Gina, you know what the follow-up question is. <laughs> Don't make me say it. <laughs> Please don't make me say it. Say it. Pitcher or catcher? I want you to guess. I can't. I've been thinking about this all week more than I'm comfortable with You know admitting. what? Actually, can we take some calls? No! I would love to get a little no. game show whip around. We'll take, uh, we'll take four calls. I and, promise uh, you no one's going to call come on. this. Guess if I if I pitch it or if I catch it. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. Triple eight five two zero four three seven four. We'll get a couple of people to call and let me uh, this describe. Is a bad idea. Let me describe the situation. Out with a guy a couple of times. Take a couple of weeks break because we're busy. I got punched in the face, and uh, you know we're put, doing some KFI. You know, th- and things are moving a little fast. So I want to you know cool him down, put him on ice. Uh, yeah. Finally, you know, still uh, look at you, you putting people on ice. Still talking to him every once in a while, seeing what's going on. Uh, let's just say I really felt like I needed to go out on uh, Tuesday night. Yep. Really felt like I need to hang out with somebody. Have the itch. And I'm not so prevalent to going out by myself nowadays. Hey, phones are lighting they up. They are full phones. And E is afraid to touch the phones. E grab those. I know you don't want to, but do it anyway. Yeah. So uh, anyway, this guy, I call him. I'm like, hey, let's hang out again. Let's go out. I got a great idea. We'll go to the bar and we'll try this new beer. So oh, that sounds fun. Comes over. Well, this is how simple dates are with dudes. And, and by the way, sorry to produce during the show. E just put their name up and put them on hold. Yeah, we don't need Thank to you. have their guests. Yeah, just put their name up. But uh, we go out. We we walk over to the draft, one of my favorite bars. Didn't even realize it was karaoke night. Oh, your favorite. Get this new favorite beer in, my, in the world to me. It's called Maui Bikini Blonde. It is so good. I'm like, dude, do you like it? Do you like it? And he Ooh. liked it. We got a picture together. We downed it. It was super fun. Because it was karaoke night, I didn't even realize when I walked in there, but I had to do my Prince song. Which one? The beautiful uh, one. Oh, yeah, I did the beautiful ones. I got down on my knees. I screamed. And, uh, gee, I wonder why I like to do that song so much. You love screaming when you're on your knees. Yeah. Wow. Just uh, said that. Crystallized that for you. So we uh, walk back to, uh, we stumble a little bit back to my place because that's the beauty of walking to a bar. You have a little one too many, and then the walk back home home. is brisk and fun. Yeah, falling all over each other. Get back. 
we're you know we talk for a minute and I make a move. You make a move. I ain't fucking around. I don't want any weird awkwardness. I make a move. All right. Now. Full phones. We will talk about what move exactly happened after we take a few calls, a little whip around here. Full phones. The question we pose to the audience, does Randy pitch or does he catch? Oh, God. All right. 888-520-4374. If you ask, they will call. I stand corrected. All right. Uh... John in Houston. Calling all the way from Houston, John. Uh, what is your guess with Randy? Uh, I would have to say catch with Randy. Randy's a catcher? We have one right. for catch. One all for right. Catcher. Thank, Thank you, you for calling. All right. Let's. Uh... Oh, man. They're real. They're uh, far today. Jesse in Phoenix. What do you think? Randy's pitching or catching? Um, Jesse from Phoenix. And I'm going to say he's a pitcher. Okay. All right, we got one for pitcher, one, one for catcher. Oh, one for what? Pitcher, one for catcher. All right, thank you, Jesse. <laughs> Very relevant. I just went to a baseball game. <laughs> All right, Mr. Robert Bianca, what do you think? Randy's pitching or catching? I'm saying he's catching. All right, two for catching, one, and for, one pitching. for pitching. All right, let's go. Next All call. Right. Uh, we have more calls coming in. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see, this is. Oh, Dave in Kansas City. All right, Dave in Kansas City. Is Randy pitching or catching? I think he's a catcher. Wow. That's three for catching, you. one for pitching. There's one more call. Dare we? D- we dare. All right. Final just... call. All right, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? <laughs> I'm sorry, who's this? Kayla. Hey, Kay- Michaela. Is Hi, Michaela. Randy pitching or catching? I'm going to say catching. Four for catching. Thank you, my dear. Four, Four for, for catching, catching. One for pitching. pitching. Wow. Dare, dare Elijah and I guess. All right, Elijah. Elijah, uh, go like this for pitching and this for catching. What the hell is Pit, that? Uh, Enigma? It sounds like Enigma. Elijah, are you. Oh, he's coming in here. Oh, boy. I, I, I gave him two options, but he wasn't interested. Um, I said, go like this for pitching or this for catching. Oh, oh, that's five, five for, for catching. catching and one for pitching. <laughs> Gina Grad, what is your guess? Here's the thing. This whole time I assumed catching until you said something that struck a nerve. You said you made the move. So that whips everything around in my mind. I now think that you are pitching because you instigated it. So that's Five for catching, two for pitching. Randy, what is the answer? The position I play in baseball is... Catcher! Wow! Elijah's dancing! (laughs) Congratulations, audience. You nailed it. Well, he nailed it. He nailed it. You've never made a move. You've never instigated sex. Oh, many times. You can still do that if you're. No, I just. I was playing receiver. I was trying to. um, uh, Sorry, (laughs) there's so many twitters coming in right now. It's it's disturbing. I was I was just trying to play a psychological sort of twisty game. Randy. Yeah. Wow. I went for it. You did it. Yeah. You are a catcher. Yeah. Now, are, can can you do you believe in your life you'll play more than one position? I definitely, I think there's a little switching around here and there, but let's just say I I'm, stop looking I'm at pretty Elijah. sure I'm a, I'm a decent catcher. Oh. Let's just say you I just gotta uh, sit there and take it though, right? It, let's just say it. Well, this is you know sometimes you want to generate some of the power, right? Of course. But 
there let's just say just never coming back something that you something that i would have assumed would be uncomfortable yeah was not at all hold the phone on that randy um you can interview or ask any girl on the planet you want and they will give you a list of jewelry <laughs> that they're going to have to receive before that is an even a, remotely an option yeah but you know the anatomy we have is a little different you just have uh it's not though they, there's a certain thing that i have that girls don't really have oh, elijah is uh putting the word prostate up on the thank you very much i didn't want to have to illustrate it that heavily but yeah no but that's the thing but that's like a fun button oh god hold on oh boy Elijah, I can't do this alone. I'm sorry. You have to come here. I'm sorry. You wanted I'm, to know. I know. I was wrong. Elijah, you know, this is going to be a more painful grasp to your hand than going on Goliath with me. I can't be in here alone Are right you scared, now. Elijah? Are you scared? No, I'm not I scared. I am. Why am I scared? I am so uncomfortable right now. Why? Because you call. I can't say it. I can't do it. Elijah, Yo. you're obviously not surprised because you guessed uh, it. It's only because I, I, I appealed to his wanting to please. Oh, oh, interesting. A real people pleaser. See, I didn't think about that at all. Hmm. No, I didn't think about it. I mean, that's the interesting thing is uh, in this specific act, yeah. the thing I enjoy, for once, can't think. You, you just you just get in there. You just kind of go. Interesting. What's the one thing that doesn't take much concentration? Yeah. Well, there's some concentration involved, and, you know, you definitely want to be uh, very careful. I will say, Chad, thanks for the lubes and condom, dude. Oh, God. Oh, so you use the Japanese condoms? The Japanese crowns. They're, um, they're, they're oh, pink. You use those things? Again, the Twitter is just blowing up. Uh... People, again, I do not volunteer this information. Everyone keeps asking, and they all want to know, and I guess you've all been assuming the right thing. So, yes, it's true. I like that, and it's enjoyable for well, good me. good for you. Robert Bianca makes a decent point. Oh, he boy. Says, That's exactly who I want to hear from right now. <laughs> he says, Randy's a catcher. Uh, water is wet. Uh, Kristen shot Jr. Bobby was in the shower the whole time. It was a dream. So I think he thought what he's saying is fairly obvious to him that you were. Oh a yeah! Wow, well, See, I have no read on you. You really don't. None. Had You're no clue I'm, I was I'm gay. Too, had no clue I was that. I'm too close to the situation. Just a little bit. You've experienced a little too much of the crazy, Randy. Absolutely, um, Elijah. Well, I think the gay changed things. I think if you knew, if you had the assumption he was gay straight up, like from day one, right. it's kind of saying, hey, he's probably gay in the back of the mind. It would explain everything for you. It but really I think would. because that factor was never known, no. that's why everything was off kilt. You know who told me that, by the way, since day one? Oh, my ex boyfriend, not. Really? You know he's gay, right? <laughs> wow. Oh yeah. The visionary. He's a very perceptive man. I think he just had to assume I was gay to uh, you know, not deal with be, the fact that we were deal with the fact that, you know, uh, you were coming over to my house every single day. He did call you a genius. Coming but not coming. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He did say, Hey, I can't hate Randy, he's a genius. He found a way to get you over there every single day. I can only see you a couple times a week. Um so oh god damn it. I'm going to stop looking at my Twitter for the next half hour. Um, but it's like it's like when somebody tells you not to think of a big purple elephant. <laughs> big purple elephant in the room. Yeah. Hi. I'm the big purple elephant. Your brain just automatically thinks it. Yeah. So, Randy. Yes. <laughs> Elijah, you don't have to say another word, but you're not leaving this room. <laughs> I can't do this alone. E. 
Just for, don't worry, dude. In 30 minutes, we're going to go see Batman together. Yeah, you, with the, those, uh, you're going to have that seat in the middle, or you're going to sit next to each other? Well, depending on the crowd, it might be really busy, so I have to do a one-on-one. But right. I like to have a buffer. Yeah, it's a good place nice. to. It's a good place. To, you know what? You know I love the buffer because you can get the seat kind of halfway closed and then put your bu- giant thing of popcorn right in there. Absolutely. And then it's the shared chair for the popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn is a very important person. And yeah. you get both hand posts. You can get a drink in this hand, rest in this hand. You have to worry about the overlapping and. You know, right. I like my space. So don't worry, Randy's going to go for the seat. I'm not going to feel up on you. Yeah, um, I'm not worried he's about not, that. He's not me. <laughs> um, okay, so here's the deal. Gina. You go home. Drunk as a skunk. I was your, not drunk. With I, your man boy. I definitely had a little uh, little Buzz booze on. in me, but, uh, mm. you know, yeah, enjoyed myself, had fun is with the guy. Is his name booze? His name is not booze. Let's call him booze. Booze. All right. Because uh, right, you had a little home. booze in you. A little booze in me. Um, so you make the move. What are you going for, a kiss, or what do you do? I, I, I went, you know, we got home, I went to the bathroom, came out, and uh, evenly went in for the, he's sitting on my bed, went for the back massage. Oh, oh. you are uh, quite the Casanova. Oh, yeah. And so it, you start getting in on that back. Oh, yeah, instantly. And, and then he, uh, he He responds. He responds, and I uh, go in for the kiss, and uh, things elevate from there up to the point where I make the request. The request? Well, this is why I called the guy! Oh, oh, that's mean. No, it's just a girl move. If somebody, if a dude said that to me, after mixing myself a nice bleach cocktail, I would fucking punch him in the face. That's why I, and someone's like, well, that's why I called Gina, because I know she's uh, down to pound. Well, that's always implied. Oh, I guess. There's something no actually complimentary with a guy that uh, he only, you're only calling him. But I mean, I we hang out, we hung out, we talked for a while, we had a good time. By but the way, just so you know, everyone's calling you the man. Oh, yeah. And, and oh. by everyone, I mean one person. Oh, <laughs> I'm the man. All right. So so you called, did he know this in advance or just you? Well, he knew that he was coming over. But he did, did he know why? He, did he know for that specific yeah. reason? No. But mm. uh, you know, I think he automatically assumed that something was going to happen. Didn't right. think it was going to get to that point. Right. Probably. Well, let's just say we were. You know, he was dancing around that issue the last time we were hanging out. But and, I wasn't ready for that yet. Dancing on the ceiling. When he was dancing around it, was he giving any particular uh, uh, baseball positioning? Or he literally said, and uh, you can relate to this. I can't read you. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, nice. It's so funny. For somebody who walks around the world, just a, a gaping pile of obvious. Yeah. You are it's the, the name of my autobiography. <laughs> gaping pile. A gaping pile of obvious. <laughs> you can be really hard to read. Seriously. It's incredible. For the 98% of things ah. that people could guess without ever having met you, 2% is a mystery. Well... You're, Not an, anymore. you're an enigma wrapped in a riddle, wrapped in a ding dong. Let's just say I enjoy that there is no mystery in that anymore. I uh, I know who I am. I know uh, without grossing anybody out. Let's just say I know what I enjoy, good and I, I'm very proud that I have that. Jay Radimus makes a good point. Mm. We love he Jay says, Radimus. I can't say if Randy is the man or not, but he sure can take it like one. Oh yeah, which oh, is a very indeed. valid point. It's very it's, it's a very manly thing to do. In should jail. <laughs> Sorry. You know, it's a, it's a hard workout. You gotta stop. Pumping yeah, iron, man. Should we take a quick break? I think we should. Okay. Just as a little palate cleanser. This is uh, gonna be a, a very necessary break. Gina and Randy show right here on the Toad Hop Network every Friday, Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Extreme Talk, 165 XM, and every day on PrettyGoodPodcast.com. 
We'll be right back in just a moment. Gina and Randy Show. Starring, you guessed it, Gina and Randy. Interesting. On the Toad Hop Network. All right, all right, all right. We're back. The Gina and Randy Show here at the beautiful Toad Hop Network. John Lovett's Theater, Universal Studios, Hollywood. Uh, a lot of exciting stuff going on right now. But um, speaking of exciting, Randy, come see Daryl Wright and Danny Sparks do their show called The Right Turn. W-R-I-G-H-T. Live on stage at the John Lovitz Comedy Club, Saturday, July 28th at 8 p.m. Purchase tickets at thelovitz.com or toadhopnetwork.com. You love it at the Lovitz. Yeah. Check out The Right Turn. They're a Big great Dale show here. Wright, I met I met uh, Dale Wright at uh, one of the After Hours parties a couple months ago. Had a couple beers with him. The guy nice. is a blast. Oh, awesome. Check out their live show Saturday the 28th. Yeah. Now, I want to make something clear real quick. Okay. Any disc, any massive discomfort I have towards this entire subject is not born out of any sort of homophobia or judgment oh, no. or anything like that. I mean, for this Christ's is, sake, you go to dinner parties and talk about meddling, for Christ's all sake. All the time. The difference is, this is like a member of your family telling you about their sex life. And I don't <laughs> Sorry, care. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Exactly. Straight, gay, whatever you're into, do your thing. But if you're part of my nuclear family, I don't want to hear about it. Even though I'm asking all the questions. Yeah, you're the one asking. You're yeah. the one who wants to know, but you don't want to know. Can you imagine Auntie Pam and Father Bob right now, your parents? Well, this is why I have radio shows to do these things on, people. What do you think? I'm actually going to have one of these awkward conversations with my parents? So do you have any desire to pitch? 
I mean, I'll try it, but I'm it's pretty not... pretty uh, happy with uh, gotcha. what I got going on. Good for you. It was definitely so, enjoyable. All right, here's my question. Uh huh. Ask and ask away. You're so awesome. I am such an open book You're with this best. stuff, and uh, You're the best. you know, if I if my comfortability can ca- can you know allow anyone to be more comfortable with stuff that they're dealing with, you are the best. Then that's my that's what I do for absolutely, you. and I think that's wonderful. What do you want to know? Okay, so oh my god, <laughs> he's so happy, A little tappy toes, tappy toes. Um, before it went, okay, so let's call pre penetration A. Okay, and good times, great oldies. Z. There's a lot of letters in between, you know, getting in there and having a good time. Was it painful or uncomfortable or awkward at all before the good time started rolling? No, it was uh, instantly, wow. uh, hey, let's go. Wow. I can't explain it. Maybe just things are built specifically. Interesting. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things I've tried that are not natural to me at all. Like trying to have a woman. Yeah. Doesn't work. This is totally uh, works for me. No problem. Felt incredibly great. Here's a question that I'm already uh, kicking myself for asking. Yes. I couldn't. I shouldn't do this because this is not cool. Because uh, it's like don't don't think of the don't think of the purple elephant. You've waxed me. You've tased me. What yep. do you got for me? Reach around. A little bit, but uh, look at Elijah. He can't even look at you. I think what I more enjoyed is that uh, you know he's busy doing what he's got to do, and I can give myself a reach around at the time. It's like a two for one deal. It's a blast. I I enjoyed it. It was you asked the question. I'm just answering what you want to know. That is what happened. There are things. Got any more doozies for me? Nope. Elijah's hand is surgically attached to his forehead right now, and he cannot look at either of us. Can you look at the phony? We got a call. <laughs> Should I just pick it up? Yeah, at this point, sure. As long as it's not mom. It could be. We're going to do a little call roulette, because at this point, what do we have to lose? Hi, you're on with Gina and Randy. Who's this? It's Julius. How big was it? Oh, oh. damn it. I usually... I usually have a better sense of this. All right, you know pretty what? average. Tell him. Tell him. It was uh, pretty average, bigger than mine, but uh, you know, not not a, not a, not, a, not a monster. You know what? This is actually the first subject that Julius is going to ask a Julius question. Well, with the the radio turned way up. Oh yeah. Uh, that's actually. Oh, thank you. That's actually probably going to come across as fairly normal. Yeah, this is actually. You know, he's trying to come off as offensive, but this is a very no, uh, really legitimate not, question. He just has a lot of uh, Julius. I'm going to double down on this. Do you have any other questions for Randy? Yeah, let's go. At this time, I'm trying not to think about it, but I couldn't help thinking about it. We understand, Julius. Godspeed. Thank you so much. This is a perfect subject for him, by the way. I will say I'm not a size queen. Not a size queen. doesn't really bother me. There's a a lot of features of that uh, unit other than how long it is. How strong it is and how down to get the friction on it is. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Elijah. (laughs) What the? It's, It's... I'm just quoting. This is educational programming right here. We are informing the public of very, you know. Two questions coming in on Twitter. A, was there any foreplay, any dirty talking of any kind? Well, I mean, we didn't really do any dirty talking. Every once in a while, you know, there's a, you know, like, you're hot or that's hot or, you know, fuck yeah yeah, or. 
But uh, you know, there's definitely you know foreplay. You got to get in the mood first. You got to you know there's certain other things I like to do. Now here's another question I already regret. Yes. In terms of foreplay, was there um, you know when you send like a canary into the mine shaft beforehand to to double check things before everybody else goes in? Mm-hmm. Was there any any precursor to the? Uh, well, let's just say you prepare for the okay, situation. Okay, that's you what I thought. You definitely prepare for the situation. Okay. I mean, to the point where you're, you know, this is real, real prep. Like I started to get all this, uh, you know, girls, you know, prepping themselves up in the bathroom for oh! at minutes and minutes of time. And it's called carmeling, by the way. Oh, there uh, we go. That's but, what the porno chicks uh, call it. But you know, you, you clean yourself up. You make sure you're good to go, and oh. you, you get out that uh, lube provided by Chad, and. Uh, <laughs> Not hand soap, by the way. And you as I was led to believe. And you'll explore away. Have you? Did you? Thank you, Terry. Says I'm doing an awesome job and a hang in there. Um, <laughs> uh, enema, colonic, uh, anything like that going on? Get that going for you? Nope. No, during the thing. I mean, beforehand. I've had a colonic before. Beforehand, uh, no, no, nothing like that. You no, I mean, you just uh, make take, sure it's all really good. take care of yourself in the shower. Okay. Um, Everybody wants to know if you're using protection. Absolutely. I would never, ever do that without it. Thank you. And I have a hundred of them, thanks to Chad. Yep. And they were a decent fit for uh, this gentleman? Yeah. Okay. They, they worked out good. They were. Uh, they, they look nice. They're kind of pinkish. Oh. They worked out. Somebody else believes that there is no way in hell that there was no pain involved. No way in hell. It felt pretty good to me. Wow. Were you high? How many nail hits? I mean... One or two, and then, you know, like three or four of those beers. But, I I mean, here's the thing. But that doesn't... You're still fairly sober after two. And I have a very high pain threshold. Yeah. You know? It, it, it was all right. I mean, people do this. This is done. Yeah. This is, you know, and among my community, this is a rather common thing. You have a community. I have a community. It's so funny because since it's you and since it happened to you for the first time... It's like know, the first time ever. Exactly. And this is the first time I actually believe that I have given you so much shit over the years that just because you did something, it doesn't mean it's never happened before. And right now, I believe this is the first time anyone has ever had gay sex. This is the first time anyone has ever been a power bottom. We are all looking at this through your eyes right now. And, uh, oh, somebody, uh, wants to know if, um, do you have a safety word with this gentleman? Didn't think about that. I mean, it was. Maybe stop. Yeah, out. I mean that way that would probably be it, you know, stop or that hurts or uh didn't didn't have that problem. It you know, you, you sort of get into a rhythm of things. Are you guys going to just make me do this alone? You have to. 888-520-4374. 888-520-4374. If you are truly asking in the name of curiosity, then there is no dumb question. If you're being a little bitch, well, that's your life to live. But, but if you really want to know questions. anything, I am here. I am an open book. I don't love talking about this, but... Uh, <laughs> you do or don't? Well, I mean, it's fun to talk about it just because I've never talked about it before. Right, right, and it's right, fun right. to get off my chest sure. because this is me talking to my girlfriends right now. Yeah. You're my girlfriend. Thank you. i got to talk to you about this kind of stuff. Um, but, I mean, in general, do I want to go on the air every day and talk about fucking? No. It's not really, you know, that's not really my vibe. Somebody else wants to know... Was well, and I, I guess you implied this in some way, but I know there's uh, you know more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> was doggy the only position attempted 
You know what? Yeah, that's all. That's all we tried. The, I didn't think about changing it. It was. Uh, I mean, I guess there are other ways. There are definitely other ways, and definitely the next time I try this, uh, I definitely have to try a different uh, position or two. But that one worked out real okay. well. Okay, good I, for you. Uh, yep, it's fun. Yep. Uh, Chang Legacy says, considering the current conversation, it definitely sounds like Randy Wang was born this way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Been waiting a long time for that. Yeah. Um, I already apologize in advance to you, Randy, on behalf of all the PG peeps who we call our listeners to our daily show, The Pretty Good Podcast, because I think they may or may not be starting a Randy's favorite position hashtag. <laughs> Let's go, people. You know Twitter.com, at Randy Wang PGP, at Gina Grad, at Sirius Blackman. Sure, you want to Hashtag... tug at that penis? Yeah, let's tug at that thread. Let's go for it. Hashtag Randy's favorite position. Um, now, I think you've earned it. If you would like to softly play the Robin Super song under this conversation, oh, I say you, you're more than welcome to because you have really, you're really putting yourself out there. And God bless you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you one quick story real fast just to you know get it to go back down oh yeah um there is a new underwear for ladies i guess it could be for anyone called pantio pantio and it's um stitched with a silicon extension to encurgle encurgle to encourage kegel exercises they're panties with a uh like a little uh like a little silicone uh, peg oh which i realized here's a cash saving tip for you if you want to have something like this in your life but you can't afford the pantio underwear just ride the riddler's revenge at magic mountain jump up before the seats lock in that's the real riddler's revenge by the way uh because they lock you in on like a bike seat while you're standing and as i've said before never trust a ride that could potentially go inside you yeah so careful. So don't the, trust a pair of panties that could go inside. No, you. the pantio though. If you're interested, that's how that goes. Um, there are so many tweets coming in right now, but I nobody, love the questions. Nobody has the big swinging pair to to, to ask you themselves. Triple eight five two zero forty three seventy four. If you have any questions for Randy and his burgeoning uh, sexual. I mean, what other questions could there be? I think we answered them all. Yeah. Oh, oh there's no. a. There we go. No. Why don't you grab that? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm really happy for you. Thank you. That's that's the first, last, and only point that I have to make. So I'm very, very happy for you. Yeah, you know, it's it's a discovery and it's chill, and uh, you know, I'm on pretty good terms with this dude, and I can call him whenever and uh, see what's up. And I cannot even quantify how much more recently you've had sex than I have. Oh yeah. Wow. I mean. Girls, guys. I don't tell everyone everything, but it has been a hot minute. Tumbleweeds. Uh, yeah. No. Possibly, yeah. Uh, so you are having a gay old time. I'm having a gay now, old time. What do you? Th- how long is there any downtime? Or you think you're prepared to do this again sooner? Oh, or I think I was ready to go the next day. Wow. Were you walking like John Wayne? No. Really? A- a- a very normal. Very comfortable. It, again, I don't know why, but... Uh, the size worked for you. I don't want to gross anybody out Well, here. I think it's a little past that. Okay, then let me just say it. Is it at all possible that because I used to be such a bigger guy oh, that... Oh, uh, you got some elasticity issues. You know, maybe there's some... Uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Well, that's all we need to say okay. there. Okay. You know, yep. maybe that makes it easier for me. Yep. I don't know, yep. but yep. it works. Yep. 
And that you said you're not a size queen. So Definitely maybe, not you know, a size queen. You're not working with a you know a, a missile or anything. Well, yeah, I don't think you want to. Size queens want to. Then they can do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't judge a person. Leave the based regular on the size. Joes for you. Oh yeah, so, I'm all about those regular Joes. Let's go. What if he wanted you to pitch? Could you I, do it? I think I could. I mean, I would try, and if I liked it, then I'd be like, "Hey, I could do both." But you don't feel like that's the way. I feel like this is the way I did the other night is the way it's supposed to be for me. It just okay. it felt right in a way that like. Yeah, now I get it. Randy. So everything I've done for the last 10 years wasn't sex. Oh, no, that was something else. No. Would you like to take a phone call? I'd love to take a phone All call. All right, this is Julie. Hi, Julie. You're on with Gina and Randy. What do you have to say? Um, I have a quick question. Question? Hi, Julie. All right. Hi. Um. Okay, Gina, are you ready for this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what okay, you got, so girl? I, <laughs> I take it you to completion, right? Oh, yeah. Now, when that happens back there, is it visible, like, in the front? Oh, interesting. Yes. Oh, so you mean if I, well, yeah, let's just say that uh, the sensation in the back makes the, what happens in the front happen very quickly, and yeah, that happens just like normal. Wow. Oh. And then you give yourself the reach around and it uh, okay, amplifies it. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Julie, not your fault, but uh, Randy, come on. But let's just say it, it, it amplifies and increases that happening very quickly. Do you think you could do it without that second part? I could try. But do you think it would work? Oh, I think it definitely would. I mean, yeah, it would, but... Uh, when, when in Rome, why not go for it? I mean, by the way, Julie, I don't care yeah. if you talk anymore, but you are not leaving me alone for the rest of this conversation. <laughs> you you she, stay no matter you're what. You're holding your hand through the phone. <laughs> yeah, I am crushing your your fucking knuckles right now. I'm like holding your hand so hard. It's okay. amazing how uncomfortable this because makes you. Because it's like having this conversation with my brother. <laughs> Let's get don't brother. you understand? <laughs> oh my god. This is so wildly uncomfortable. Uh, okay. Uh, Not as uncomfortable as it was for me actually doing it. Here's a question. Julie, I'll top your question and ask Randy this question. All right, I'll try to do this myself. We love you, Julie. Thank Mwah. you, Julie. Okay. All right. <laughs> Inventive questioning, by the way. Why did I let her go? It's okay. It's okay. We're here for you. All right. When he was wrapping up, did he unwrap it for the big uh, the the fireworks show, or did he keep it in? Did he keep it wrapped up? No, we uh, you know you, you you pull out, you unwrap, and oh. uh, you and usually the, the, usually the, the guy tries to you know finish off uh, the world of color show at Disneyland. Exactly. Yeah. So that happened. I am going to keep tugging at this thread. <laughs> I tugged at that thread a couple of times. Okay. Yes, you know, I mean, so you gotta, had the phantasmagorical show at the end. Disney loves all these references. Yeah, sorry, Disney. Sorry, Walt. Um, was was it just willy nilly, or was his willy nilly? Nilly. Or did he? Did it? Were you? If you have you ever had? Would you? Could you? I'm having Tim a stroke. So hard you would do anything. Do, oh, maybe. Um, Oh, a lot of more power to you, Randy's coming. Yeah. Um, were, did he, was there a, oh, I can't do this. Come on, you can was do this. Was there a specific finishing line, or was he just spraying it like a four-year-old learning how to pee in a toilet? Eh, 
was just kind of, you know, yeah, go for it. Whatever. Wherever. You're just kind of in the moment. No worry. Don't have to worry about aiming. But it, uh, it's pretty cool. I'm getting I'm getting some responses on Twitter saying that I'm they're virtually holding my hand and I really appreciate it. It's okay, that. Gina. We're all gonna get through I this can't together. Stop slouching. I just mm. <laughs> There's right. another call. Dare we? We dare. Are you sure? Oh no. <laughs> Who is it? This is one of the manlier men we know. Okay. This is our good buddy, our potential and future. Muay Thai instructor, Mr. Frank. Hi, Frank. How are you guys doing? I've been better. How are you? Randy's hey, good? Frank. I'm actually about to get something to eat, but I'm second guessing that. <laughs> what could you possibly have to say, Frank? We, we still going to be uh, doing those Muay Thai lessons? Oh, more than ever. <laughs> All right, so what's the deal? Okay, as lightly as I can put it, does Randy have a gag reflex? Mm, good question. A little bit, but I'm working on it. He's working on it. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not used to that, but I'm also used to shoving massive amounts of food in this thing. So. Uh, that's what I was wondering. So I got a little bit, but I think it'll be gone by the end of the year. Yeah, enjoy uh, eating in early 2013, Frank. <laughs> Because that's yeah, probably how long it's uh, going to take. This show is a great diet plan. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you, baby. Talk to you soon. You want to lose weight? <laughs> Just listen to the Gene and Randy show every Friday morning. And, and by the way, how hypocritical are all of us begging for knowledge and then ewing at everything we hear? It, it's the funniest thing, too, because honestly, honest to God, you know, my entire life, I have always assumed that this act yeah. would be gross. Yeah. And I proved myself completely wrong. That's fantastic. You know, a lot of things that you think about that are true just aren't true. And, and I feel very liberated from yeah. it. And I feel like I feel like the same way I felt when I, when I smoked pot the first time. I realized that's not going to kill me. No. You know, there's just so many things that we're, we're brought up to think is wrong, to think is gross, to think is ew. And turns out there's a it's whole world good. out there that believes a different way. And uh, <laughs> I believe in the gay way. Rosie? I am not repeating that, but it's really funny. Did she tweet me it? Uh, no. What no. is it? What did she say? Well, she well, you said you're not a size queen, but no. she called you a different kind of queen, which is great. Oh, I just I'm not comfortable with the word, but it's something Rosie really enjoys. Um, Check out the Twitter. Yeah. So, I think me and the listeners and the peeps are all on the same page. It's not because we're not worldly. You know, people who have heard it all, seen it all, done it all, and give a shit. It's that it's you. It's that it's like it's <laughs> one of our family members telling us all about the way they get down. And yeah. that's what's me. I, like you said, I have had entire dinner parties heatedly debate licking dudes' buttholes. <laughs> have not gone down that road yet. Really? No. Huh. Okay. But if it does taste like, I, it'll be interesting to see if it really tastes like metal. Meddling. Um, I mean, really passionate debates about this type of thing. And it doesn't, I don't think about it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I have transgendered friends, lesbian friends. It doesn't matter. It's that it's you yeah. that's making everyone so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, Michael, I'm, I think you're what's stressing everybody out. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm making my way through life. I'm learning oh. more about myself every single day. D, and this is a decent question. Does Randy like to be spanked? 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Up high. A little bit. Well, little uh, spank action. All right. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, maybe we think about wrapping stuff up on that note. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and always wrap it up. Yeah, please always. wrap it up. Always. Um, I won't play that game. Yeah. Oh, and there are uh, poems being uh, written in your honor. Oh, we have to read one. There he is, swinging that rear. Oh, it doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> Maybe it's a haiku. <laughs> Wait. There he is swinging. It just says, there he is, swinging that rear. He is the anal queen. Wow. Wow. That's from Robert Bianca, by the way. Robert Bianca Reyes with the zinger. Really well done. Um, that's the word, by the way, that I could, the two words together that I couldn't say out loud. This is a great question. Is E still alive back there? Wish we could have seen his reaction to this conversation. None of us have seen his reaction because his hands have been over his face for the entire half Elijah, hour. I hope your stomach's okay for three hours of Batman and after this. buttered popcorn. Oh, yeah. Um, now, Randy, I think it goes without saying, that, and I'm just going to say it again because I feel like it needs to be reiterated. We love you. Thank we you. love you to death. And it's not even one of those, we don't care if you're, th- we, whatever. Fuck all that. We love you. We're big fans. Yeah, the greatest thing ever is when some when you tell someone you're gay and they said, I don't care if you were a murderer. Like that is not the same thing at all. I know, and I love I love when people are like, uh, you know what? I'm I'm tolerant. Oh, really? You tolerate something that's none of your business? How big of you? <laughs> so they're all, you know, you know, people but people get they don't always know how to deal with things. So we applaud your honesty. Thank we you. appreciate it. We respect it. It hasn't been easy on our esophagus, but it is neither was it for you from what I understand. Yeah. yeah, it's getting easier. Um, but you are uh, you are our hero Thank when it you. comes to being candid and putting yourself out there and living the world, living life for everybody, so you guys don't have to. I make all the big mistakes, yes. like going to rage and getting punched in the face. Will, can you promise me one thing? Yes. If you ever write a self help book about being gay, will you call it putting your best butt forward? Let's trademark that shit right now. TM. Now we got a minute or two to get out of here. Do we cleanse pe- do we cleanse people's palates with eight bugs you don't know you're eating or six uses for sperm? Do you know what cleansing a palate means? No. Okay. I don't really cleanse palates. I just keep adding to the palate. I will just shut up, Randy. I will we'll leave. save those for the Pretty Good Podcast we next will. week. And I will leave you on one uh, note. If you uh, want to get a pregnancy test and you don't want to leave the bar, go to Mankato's Pub 500 in Minnesota, and for three bucks, you can go to their little vending machine in the women's bathroom, get yourself a nice pregnancy test. Um, that is fascinating. I, I don't know what do else you, to Do you say. need to know that quickly? Oh, or- I get it, Robert. He he wanted to sing it to uh, Dancing Queen. That's oh. what he was, he was going, uh, let's see. Um, there he is. Swinging that rear, he's the anal queen. Okay, I get it now. Wow. Um, so anyway, get your pregnancy test at Mankato's Pub 500 in Minnesota. Yeah, because that's, that's a trustworthy brand when it comes out of a vending machine. Sometimes you just don't want to leave your drink unattended for too long. They have like a package deal? You get like three for five? That's not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, if it's a long bender, you might need a couple of them. Now, aren't you so glad that you are never going to have to deal with that again? Can I tell you, obviously, there's a lot of things you have to worry about, you know, living an active, you know, sexual lifestyle. But 
One of the things I never have to worry about again, and something that, honestly, I used to freak out about, oh, used to scare me to death to the point where I've called girls in the middle of the fucking night. I pick up the phone from girls that I haven't, that I haven't banged in years, yeah. just in case, because there's nothing that scares me more than knowing I could have knocked up some girl. By the way, that shows what kind of person you are, and I appreciate that. You say you pick up the phone because you're afraid, not I change my number because I'm afraid. Well, I, I got to make sure. I mean, if I do have some kid out there, obviously, I'm going to take care of it. But uh, I'm not going to take him on Maury and be like, that ain't my kid. That ain't my kid. I will. I'll take responsibility. <laughs> but thank God I don't have to deal with nope, that because that shit's over. so scary. Two tweets to end the show, the Big Gina Randy show. Rosie would like to make an appointment with you to go have your uh, a-holes bleached. Okay. Together. And Terry says, hey, awesome job, guys. Randy, you're awesome and a good sport for doing the show today. And uh, Anus Stickler, Anus Tickler, excuse me says 50 shades of gray just tune in to the gina and randy show gina and randy every friday 8 to 10 it's not always this informative but it is always this entertaining oh yeah uh and then you can hear the show on repeat on saturdays 11 a.m to 1 p.m extreme talk 165 on xm and every day at the pretty good podcast prettygoodpodcast.com thank you guys for tuning in thank you guys for uh not having me go through this alone we love you and we'll talk to you next week Live, live from Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.